In our eighth episode, the three grumpy simmers come together with a bit of a surprise as Dovetail Games chooses to move its later its simulator, the Flight Sim World, from early access into full-fledged release. The three grumpy simmers assemble to discuss, is the sim actually ready for this monumental leap, and what is its status, and what does its future hold? Hi there folks, my name is Novoing24 and welcome to 2018 and welcome to the first episode of Gr the Three Grumpy Simmers for 2018. So of course, as I am joined uh, once again this year by my two fellow Grumpy Simmers, I'm of course joined by Sergio from Helisimmer.com. Hey guys. And I am joined by the finger-wagging, purple hat-wearing, Tomcat aficionado, Drew, <laughs> Drew Belgio Bolton. How are you mate? You forgot the TM, the trademark. <laughs> yes, I'm yes. I'm going to do it this year. I need to trademark. You, you need to trade. You need to trademark the finger waggle and and the purple hat. All right. So, folks, um, we are back from our holiday, Christmas, whatever season that you have hiatus, um, and. It is traditionally a period of the year where not a lot happens in the simulation world. Basically, the simulation world sort of is an absolute frenzy of activity leading up to uh, sort of the, the Christmas break, sort of right up until about sort of, you know, week or so before Christmas. And then everything goes really, really quiet till usually about March. Um, well, it seems that this year things took an interesting turn. Now we are here. This we are here in this particular episode because, funnily enough, it's a bit of a circle episode. This one we've actually come back to the uh, topic of our very first three Grumpy Simmers episode. So, in our, for those who've been following along at home, our first three Grumpy Simmers ep episode was about Flight Sim World, the uh, flight simulator, flight simulator based loosely on um, the ESP platform, FSX and ESP platform, uh, and brought to us, of course, by Dovetail Games, who traditionally have always been far more at home making train simulations. Now, it, it had quite the difficult birth process, um, and going and it uh, launched into early access, uh, well, I think it was about 18 months ago. Uh, and it was sort of like, it was, it was generally accepted that they had a long way to go. They, they had a lot of development to go through, there was a lot of uh, code they were doing, they were making some big fundamental changes. Uh, and doing it on a on a fairly fast time scale as well, which was uh, surprising many people and concerning some. Uh, but it was always the commitment from Dovetail Games that they would not leave early access until the product was ready. Last week, they left early access. So we are here to actually now discuss our thoughts as three grumpy simmers who came together over the, the topic of, of the future of flight sim world and flight simulation in general. And we are here talking about what that means, what this decision for Dovetail Games to actually move uh, into what they are terming the, I think it's phase two of development, they called it doing all the, on their press right. release. Right. Um, uh, but which is effectively moving it out of early access. So, uh, one, as we have some some fairly unique skill sets uh, on in our uh, in our esteemed company here tonight, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna send to Sergio first. So from a from a software development point of view, well, I suppose first first of all, your thoughts on it actually going out of early access? Like, uh, is it 
do you think it's the right decision? Do you think it's the wrong decision? And then perhaps uh, what is your thoughts as a software developer yourself, as a coder and a software developer, on where they're at with this product at the moment? Yeah, uh, I think it was the wrong decision. And I think you both uh, probably agree with me. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like FSW is a finished product yet. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on on the background. There's a lot of stuff missing. There's a lot of um, stuff not working properly. And um, <clears throat> to be honest, I was caught by surprise when they they mentioned and they, they released to the public the fact that uh, they were going to be releasing the final version of the product, which, which is not definitely a finished product. Now, from a software development point of view, um, it makes no sense to me whatsoever um, unless and uh, I think I think you know you, we need to understand that behind all the software development process and on the, the, the software development teams um, there are there there's people that puts money on the on the company you know the, the investors guys that um, actually call the shots on a lot of stuff that the developers and the development team has no control over and um, they want to see results and I think that part of the results they wanted to see was um, the fact that the product would have to be released until a set date. And I'm going to guess that that set date has been uh, long overdue. Um, they probably planned on releasing a final version somewhere last year, probably on the last quarter, perhaps, something like that. And all of a the sudden, they had to release it <clears throat> so that they could say that they have, uh, they have reached this milestone and things were uh, moving on the proper direction. Now, th- this is this is... This sounds like a very harsh thing for me to say, and um, almost like an accusation. You know, it, it seems like, like like I'm accusing the development team, but I do feel their pain, and I know where they they're at uh, with all this because I've been there. I've been working with companies in which uh, we had to rush development of products and release something that we knew was not ready for the market, um, as we wanted it to be ready for the market because we had stakeholders, people behind the company that were forcing us to, uh, you know, achieve this set of milestones on a provided set of dates so they could, so that they could release more money for us to keep on developing and uh, eventually maturing and de- 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 delivering a, a full-blown product. So, um, so, so, so you, I... you're, you're, so essentially what you're saying is, is it's not so yeah. much an issue with, um, we, we shouldn't be accusing the development team of, of something here we should be actually looking at you know they they're doing the best they can but it's yeah. we're looking at the uh, you know, the shadowy figures in the background as it were who are actually yeah. you know, that uh, they're actually sort of driving right. a milestone which um, yeah. I, I I guess I, I guess my I question guess. My, my question is is that I, I and and I get I, I get that and you know, having worked in the corporate you know, much of the corporate sector myself but should there not be uh, a role for the, you know, for the the development team and um, the creative director Stephen Stephen Hood especially to actually give that pushback to actually go no we you, you're asking us to develop a, a finished product this is not finished yet we need more time we need more development space. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Steve Steve has done it and they have all done it and they have all explained that the product was not quite there. But you know, there's a point where you just have to give in, and you have to deliver. Uh, the people that actually uh, owns the company and are your bosses, mm-hmm. and you have to get them what. It's not what they want, 
but it's probably the perspective of what they want because you know I am mm. 100% sure I'm sure the, the development team is not happy about this release. Mm. I'm, I'm sure they're not happy about this release. You know, they they do their jobs and they, they come out publicly and say they're very happy because of this uh, phase two situation and it's all, you know, um, very they're very happy and this is all very good. But um, I'm very sure, I may be wrong, and I hope I'm not wrong because if I'm wrong, it means that they, are, they have no clue of what they are doing and I, I, have, I don't have that, that impression of them. I, I think mm. they are they're very good professionals mm. and they do know what they are doing so i think that in the inside the, the team is not happy with uh, how things are are developing and uh, the fact that they are um, putting out their final product that it's not it's not finished at all um so my guess is, is as good as any of you guys guesses mm. uh, but this is my perspective from the development uh, okay. side of things mm. I, I, mm. I, I, okay i guess that's one thing though because because it's like you said yeah i, I was yeah, when I when I saw the, the the email come out saying that we're pre, we're proud to announce that we're moving into phase two of development, I sort of went, okay, cool, no way. So we're going to see um, because because we've noticed that, that you know, for, and for those who've who've been actively involved with Flight Sim World, uh, you've noticed that you know we haven't seen a lot of updates in the recent past. And so when when I right. saw that email, I was sort of going, okay, cool. So now we're going to be seeing the next slew of the major bug fixes. We're going to see the next slew of you know updates to the um, to the the, the mission editors and stuff like that um yeah the underlying then, systems yeah, yeah, right exactly yeah um yeah. but then when i read it, it was like oh no this is we're going we're we're leaving early access it, i i literally read that three times before yeah i thought the same as you yeah and i, I was, like, was like wait phase, what yeah. what i thought it was this was a phase two of early access mm. and it would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Were, were, were any of you guys waiting for it to be released right now? Were you like, no, you know, not at all. Uh, shouting up, you know, jumping up and down and shouting, we want this right now? I don't no. think anyone I, was. No, no one was. No one was asking for the final no, product. We just, we just came off the heels of Airfly FS2. IPAX just, you know, released into full yeah. release from early access, and they still are missing critical ingredients to the puzzle. We're think, in this exact same boat with a different developer now. Yeah, I think everybody in the in the community uh, finally, after some while, they finally understood what Deftel Games was doing. You know, mm. the, you, you guys remember, I don't know when it's when you. When it first started uh, recording these episodes, the community was all um, uh, was all very raged because you know they didn't quite understand what was happening. Why don't uh, I have my PMDG seven four seven in, in <laughs> yeah, Flight Sim World? <laughs> yeah, this is asking that. It hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys! You just released this yesterday, and it's in early release. I want all the aircraft right now. Uh, yeah, but yeah, anyway, but guess the, finally, the community finally understood what was happening. Mm, yeah. And the stage of the development, and um, to be honest, I, I wasn't expecting FSW to really to be out of early access for, you know, you said it six twelve months. I was expecting like more twelve to twenty four months. Mm. If we had two more years of development until they mm. um, wrapped it all up and said, okay, this is the final version and we're yeah. going to release this now, I would not be surprised. I would not be angry. You know, mm. one of the things that um, People asked me when we heard about um, phase two, and people were not, you know, they didn't quite understand. Oh, it, it was not about phase two. I'm sorry. It was about a new, a new, a new kind of aircraft that was coming. And Drew, you were one of the first guys that were asking, "Oh, this is helicopters," and I knew you were messing with me <laughs> because I did. Yeah, because 
I did not want helicopters to be released right now. Mm. And you know why? Because they did not have the time to do it properly. Mm. And I'm secretly hoping they will eventually contact me and some other guys um, to, you know, give some input, like like you, Drew, to give some yeah. input and talk about, you know, and show this all the helicopter part of this of the systems mm. uh, for people to actually take a look at it and give some feedback and help them make it properly. So if helicopters were out right now, I would be very disappointing unless they have a huge team of really good people behind them. Uh, supporting them on the development and things you know were going to be released as they should so no i did not want helicopter right now just like i did not want them for them to really be releasing the final version of something that's not finished Mm. right now disappointed Mm. yeah do i understand it maybe do i blame them no but you know i would like them to be able I, i would like guys at the top to let the development team do their work the best they can and um, it's not like they're going to make a lot more money because it's final. I think it's quite the opposite. I think they are going to lose a lot of the fan base because people are going to be angry. This is a, this is not a finished product. Mm. And like you said, Drew, you just lost it. You just lost the the the, the you know the, the the reason why things were not working because it was not a finished product. What is it that they're that they're going to tell us right now? This is just version one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is this is this what they want? For a version one of their product, mm, yeah, and that's I don't think so. And that, that that's a it's a good point. And and uh, Drew, I'm going to go to you for this one. So, um, mm-hmm. because moving that was one of the things is that, and it was sort of one of the the, the explanations that um, was given, and um, both by Dovetail, but even more just by the community themselves and by us as well. Um, to say, you know, when people would say, you know, we, we want all of our airplanes in there now. We want to do all the things that we could do in in FSX, and we want to be able to do it in there. It was sort of like, well, it's still a work in progress. It's still, it's still a development. And, you know, we've got, we've seen some good content come in, um, both uh, content from uh, official content uh, and user-made content from a lot of the missions. Mm-hmm. And we've sort of seen a few uh, developers starting to reach out and actually work with um, work with Dovetail as well. Where do you feel it it sits? And and of course, and of course same question as, as I gave to Sergio. What's actually I think I think I know as well. But I think you know what is your thoughts on you know, is the right was the right call to bring it out of early access or not? Um, and then uh, and then what? Sergio um, beat me to it. <laughs> and 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 what's your thoughts about where the content situation sits, uh, both in terms of um, official, uh, licensed, and and probably more importantly community made content well see that's just the thing when you release something to the world it's supposed to be a finished product all right let's go way back let's go to fs9 let's go to fsx when those products came out they had all the features that you would expect to use in that simulator at the time of release of course yeah they updated everything but the updates basically consisted of you know fixing whatever bug, issues bug fixes and then one dlc along. right one dlc exactly we have a situation now and i don't know when this trend started happening but it's as i mentioned before you've got you know airfly fs2 who you know phenomenal platform they're still missing some key features. That's still an alpha. It's still now... an alpha. It's not a beta. It's an alpha. No, no, so... no, <laughs> no, no. It's released. It's released. That's exactly the point that we're in. Yeah. Right now with FSW. Okay, it's released. 
By whose standards? It's a release in yeah, game. You know, you know whose standards? You know whose standards it's released Sergio. by? It's released by EA Electronic Arts standards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it, actually. I mean, granted, if EA has uh, hanging on my hat, you know. But Sergio uh, did make a very valid point as far as uh, the the money, if you will, leaning on the developers. And a lot of the times when things start going wrong and, of course, it elicits this whole backlash from the community, chances are there's a couple of suits behind with the money that are pulling the strings. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that is the situation here. Where's my helicopters? For the people that like the tube liners, where's the jets? For those of us who love the military planes, where's my Tomcat? Okay, well, maybe not <laughs> Phone, you know phone, what I phone, phone Dino. <laughs> right, right. But here's another critical thing. I've been yelling to anybody who will listen. One of the major features that I feel should have been part and parcel of Flights in World, mm-hmm. by this point, by the point of release, we'll call it. We're yeah. not going to attach a date to it. Yeah. VR. I've been like one of the biggest proponents of VR, you know, mm. aside from folks like Bambino, who's been doing it longer than I have, mm. Mm. you know, that is so desperately needed just to stay on par with the other Sims at this point. You've seen X-Plane come out with, you know, the beta VR preview. It's already running smoother than most of the other things can, out there. Can, 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 can we, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. if we, we'll go off topic just briefly, we'll tangent on that for a second. Um... I've watched your videos on, on that, and seriously, I've got to give x 11 development team credit where credit's due. They bushwhacked everybody with that. Like, seriously, <laughs> nobody has come out with VR that smooth at launch. Not even the DCS guys. Like, it, that's just sickeningly smooth. And the whole mm. interface, you know, the whole way of you interfacing with the sim when you are, when mm. you are using yes. the control and the fact that you can right. walk around, you know, you can walk around the aircraft yep. and mm-hmm. you cannot walk around the whole scenery. I'm like, <laughs> you can literally, you know, just as a cinematographer, I just, I want that, but on my 2D screen, because I don't have my VR sets yet. Anyway, anyway, okay, I diverse. Back, back, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Sorry. But yes. that is the point, though. Mm. I mean, features like that, at this point, you know, they're no longer like a, a luxury or an add-on or optional. They should be standard. That's the kind of stuff that I expect yeah. to see now with mm-hmm. my flight sim in 2018. <laughs> we are in 2018. We don't have that full feature set. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that the SDK is finally out because you know what that means? That means Dan and Fly Inside can actually start doing something for mm-hmm. Dovetail because the two of them have I guess you would say butted heads over the over the last period of time mm. where because there's no SDK they can't make that available for the community and fill in the blanks as it were. Yeah. Dovetail really doesn't have to do anything as far as VR goes. They could just let Dan handle it and he will do a phenomenal job because guess who did it for FSX, P3D and X-Blade yep. so far? Mm-hmm. You know? But you know, even though the SDK is out and yeah, I expect we're going to see an upswing of community driven content it still shouldn't be the basis of your flight sim as much as i love the p40 warhawk and folks if you don't already have it yes 
get that sucker. It is a dream <laughs> to fly. And the boys did a superb job on it. And you know what? Still... They modeled really, really well. And watch for my review video coming soon. Um, mm -hmm. they, they modeled the fact that she will go nose first if you hit the brakes too hard. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. More, more than a few of my first taxis in this <laughs> have ended up with my nose, chew, with my prop, chewing the ground. That was interesting. Yep. Anyway, yep. moving on. Yes. Well, the point that I'm trying to make on that, though, yep. is, the quality you know, is this is something that's coming from the third-party developer community. It's not something that's coming from Dovetail. Yeah. Dovetail still hasn't completely fleshed out their official list of aircraft, which, let's go back to the analogy of their predecessor, FSX FS9. What you got in FSX FS9 was a complete suite of aircraft. The helicopters, the big jets, the little jets, the fighters, the, you know, prop planes, the GA. We need that. That is what I can yeah. constitute as a finished product. I love the mission editor and so on and so forth. I haven't had the chance to actually make my own missions, but I've done some of the other missions that other folks have created. That's all great stuff. Hmm. But it, it's not the be-all and end-all as far as the, the sim goes. It's missing some key ingredients that people have been yelling about for like the last year. Until those are given to us, as far as I am concerned, it's not a finished product. And 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 you make a good point that it, that yeah we've seen the like as we saw the you know, the end of twenty seventeen we started seeing that uptake from developers I mean we saw even even um, Joseki Designs um, their Seattle <laughs> seriously I'm just gonna get you to I'm just gonna get you to actually like do my pronunciations <laughs> for that so Giovetsky Design. Uh, even his latest version, um, the Seattle X, um, actually comes out available for FSW. It works with FSW. Yep. So um, we've got, you know, so pilots, um, their latest mesh works with FSW. It works beautifully with FSW. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got developers proving that, you know, all that, you know, bullshit that was raised up on, on the Avsim forums by certain members of the developer community claiming that, you know, um, it was all going to be dictatorial, you had to release mm -hmm. on Steam or you couldn't yeah. do it and whatever, and all that yeah. kind of BS <laughs> happened. Um, it's been proven that it is complete BS, that a developer, if they want to go out on their own, they can, and it's mm -hmm. a beautiful way to do it, and they're perfectly fine to do it, they're, and Dovetail perfectly happy to do it. And their products work beautifully well with the pro with, with the Sim. So we saw that we saw that developer, you know, developers actually starting to take a risk on the space and actually producing that content for us, um, for a sim that was in progress. And yeah, and we did say on our on our wish list for 2018 that we want that we did sort of make our prediction that VR was going to become more and more important for our simulation space. So um, yeah, I definitely think that not having some form of at least, I mean, even even Lockheed Martin at least you know did a half-ass attempt at putting you know <laughs> VR into into the platform. It was it's crap, but at least they tried. Um, so you know, it, here's your participation trophy. Thank, you. <laughs> thank, thanks for coming. You participated, but at least you tried. Um, but you know, this is the thing. We, as you you made a point, you know, even for those of us who are stuck in you know stuck in two D land and not, and not using um, and VR yet, but you know, we're it's still something that I expect to see now in a feature set for a sim that comes out in the future. I really do. So, yeah, very interesting points that you make there. So, for for me, yeah, I definitely think this was a this was a 
a huge mistake uh, for me. I think I'm, uh, as I alluded to before, when I saw the email, I thought, yep, cool, no worries, phase two of uh, early access. And then mm-hmm. it took me three goes to read it to go, hang on a minute, no, you just went out of early access. What the actual fuck? Um, <laughs> I, 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 I see, I definitely see your point, Sergio, with the fact that, you know, potentially you had some form of um, purse string or, you know, so, uh, milestones that had to be, that had dates attached to them, um, which yeah. is an unfortunate necessity, I think, is the, the way I have to look at it. I was I was really hoping that perhaps Dovetail, especially with their experience from Train Sim World, from Train Sim World um, had actually got away from those date milestones and actually gone purely to development milestones. Um, but again, the reality, the financial realities of the world probably are what's speaking here. Um, and as much as the development team would have tried to actually sort of push that, and I think you're right, I think they probably did succeed in keeping it in, in, in its early access state for longer than probably some people wanted. Um, but yeah, I think it's a... It, it, my problem is, is now is that they've now released a a sim that is not complete, nowhere near complete, and it is now going to be compared on a level playing field with... Mm-hmm. Par for par. Par yep. for par with all your others, which are now more mature. Now, again, an interesting point. I hadn't even really thought about it until we started this this uh, this chat, this Grumpy Simmers chat today, that um, you're right, really, Aerofly FS2 is still in a glorified alpha, really. Um, you know, glorified, yeah, or at least a, a, a beta, because even though it's out of early access, because I'm still flying around a very brown mass of a world with Google Maps icon markers around the world. You know, um, uh, but you know, it's 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 it has its interesting parts, but it is very much still a, a, a an active development because it's not finished; it's not even close to ready. Right, and yet it's out of early access. Um, I suppose you know the, the the counter argument could also be made that you can look at platforms like. Uh, DCS, which is... But the, DCS, I think, is an interesting one because they've essentially been in mm-hmm. beta. They've been in beta now for, what, mm-hmm. six years? <laughs> At least. I think At it's least. six or eight years they've been in yep. beta now for. Yeah, DCS, DCS is the ICQ of uh, <laughs> flight simulators. <laughs> <laughs> ICQ is always in beta. Yes. <laughs> but, yes, yes. But... You know, but that's that's a, that's an interesting thing, though, is that and 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 I'll, I'm going to divert over to to this for a second here because for me, DCS is actually a good example of where a long beta or early access period can actually be of a huge benefit to both the public mm-hmm. and the developer space. So yes, the the sim changes. It's gone through some very fundamental changes in that period of time. I and mean, hell, even in the last two years, it's gone through major changes. Um, it's still doing that. And, Next week, you know, we're getting two point five. Yeah, is is that the, is that the great unification one? Yes, that yes. is the great okay. unification. It's doing it in two phases. So the the test version mm-hmm. of two point five is going to happen uh, this coming Wednesday, which is what the thirty first. Of yep. January, and then supposedly a week later, maybe yep. two, <laughs> we get the live client 
that will officially bring everything over to 2.5. So yeah, two phases for that. But, yeah. but yes, that's just the thing, you know. It's this is a, but, starting with the beta. But this right? is this is the thing is that they and they are still in beta. Like this is version 2.5, and it's still beta. Like yep. they're making no secret about this, and this is what I find is interesting. And and for me, as much as DCS can frustrate the ever-loving shit out of me, um, they I think they've got this model right with the fact that they've got a very wide developer base um, as well as they're in a strong internal development team. Perhaps not so much a strong community development, you know, community development space. That's fairly restricted, but you know, that's their business decision. But they've proven that you can have a base period that lasts for a decade and people are still interested and still willing to put up with the issues that go with being part of a uh, of an extended beta. So for me, the while I appreciate the argument that yes, there are milestones, yes, there are things that you know people who control the purse strings for it. At the same time, I look at the DCS model and go, well, it worked for them, um, and I'm seeing more parallels here with EA's way of doing things, which is let's just rush something out the door and then spend the next two years patching it and and selling content that should have been in the core game. Um, now, see, I don't like using EA as a model because I don't want Dovetail Games getting the idea. I, I don't want them getting that. No, exactly. Anywhere in the sim. Oh, dear God. I will literally flip my table <laughs> if that happens. But, but that's the thing, is that my, my concern is, is that it's becoming... Um, it's becoming... The EA style of doing things is becoming a standard model not just in the gaming community, or the, and you know, but it's becoming a, a model outside in like actual software development as well. Um, my, my previous, my last role in the software, in when I was the software companies we were working with, seemed to be doing that exact thing, basically pushing out stuff that wasn't ready and spending two years bug fixing and charging us money for it. Um, my concern here is that that's the path we're going down with this and it for me flies in the face of what they'd promised the community now for me that was a big leap of faith that both dovetail made to the community and the community not all of the community but those who did sort of do the whole okay let's see how you go let's see what you do with this give them a chance um thing the commitment was from from dovetail basically was Give us a chance. Give us a shot. We will only push this out when it's ready. To me, they've just burnt that bridge. And they're going to burn a lot of people and a lot of goodwill from a community that is, as the three of us and everybody watching knows, that knows this community is very volatile and has <laughs> long memories. So... We're going I, to have a lot of I told you so posts, man. Yes, I, I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't had a, a lot more. I've seen maybe a couple of them. And it's a lot been of people rather quiet. It's I, been yeah. I, I think quiet I think everybody's still on holidays at the moment. It hasn't quite maybe not checked their emails yet. Um, <laughs> but this I is think, the thing. I think people, I think people don't care. And uh, I don't know if that's good or if that's bad. That's never good. That's, that's never good. That's when really bad. Caring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they that's, that's yeah, the thing is care. that you know if they if they've stopped caring, that means that 
they've they either burnt the bridge doing this decision so badly that they've just gone fuck it whatever and I can't even be bothered saying I told you so or they sat on too many updates for too long because I mean the, the development cadence for a while there was insane we were getting mm-hmm. major updates every you know every week and I remember we discussed that you know the, a pace of development like that yeah. or at least not so much development but a pace of release like that is you're going to burn both developers and your public out um, right so we've gone from this very high development cadence uh, and release cadence to being a almost nothing the occasional bug fix and that was it and then suddenly we've gone from that to uh, to full release and you know don't get me wrong there's some amazing things that come into this sim already that have actually that leave everybody behind um, mm. you know we're talking that the quality of the content that's in the core sim I mean you don't you don't even get that quality of some of that quality from PMDG and A to A like and this is the core stuff that's built into the sim that comes free. It's not like you're paying ninety or you know one hundred and fifty dollars an aircraft for this. Like this is included. Right. Um, yeah. The quality of the weather you know the weather effects and the the graphical effects from that came with True Sky and the HDR lighting and the PBR lighting. I mean. As as much as even I'm like enjoying X Plane, it's oh. crapping all over X Plane, and it's so good it makes me want to cry. <laughs> That's why they need VR. You have not lived until you throw your aircraft underneath the cumulonimbus top, and the cockpit gets dark. <laughs> this is why they need it. They have True Sky. They have to get it. Oh, <laughs> we. There he goes. He's out. Um, but yeah, they, they've made all this. They've all made all this positive, all these great leaps forward, um, and then they can't even get a fucking landing light to work. <laughs> what the fuck? Now that, now that they're on back order. They're on back order. That's all I can. What what shits me the most about it though is is the fact that we know that at least part of the lighting system is implemented. Because okay, that, uh, I'll be honest. From reading all the "I told you so" posts, the biggest one was always "Why is the lighting still not fucking fixed?" Like that was the biggest one that came up in all the "I told you so" posts. Was the lighting still not fixed? Now the lighting's been an issue since um, flight school. Um, since flight, since before flight school was, was released. Now, the shit thing, the worst thing about it is that I know that if you actually look at your aircraft at night, you can see the light doing the PBR reflections across the aircraft's skin. So we know the lighting model is at least partially implemented. They just can't get the landing lights or anything to work on the scenery. So I don't know what the development is, but seriously, going to from early access to release without a lighting system when you're now playing in the same space as X-Plane 11 with full HDR PBR lighting for both mm. aircraft and scenery um, full dynamic lighting full dynamic reflections full dynamic shadows um, you're now playing in the same space as prepared version 4 with full dynamic lighting HDR PBR lighting PBRs well partial kind of PBR support it's kind of not really but it is anyway um, dynamic shadows dynamic lighting on scenery you know you've, you've got that you're playing in that space you're playing in the space with um, 
um, with DCS with the full dynamic lighting. You're playing in the mm-hmm. same space as Aerofly, which has <laughs> kind of it's got good lighting during the day, but the night stuff's still a bit rough. Still, it's just yeah, it's a don't, don't fly at night. Don't fly at night. <laughs> I was going to say last last time I flew it at night, it was not bad again. So again, this is making me this is this is concerning me because we've got. We're we're now getting this space where we've got these simulators here that are are done, and yet there's in, com, yet trying to compete against some of these simulators that aren't. <laughs> and yeah. the community really was expecting from Dovetail's own commitment that we they were going to be one of the ones that can. So. For me, again, to, to round out for me, it's the, the, the decision, a choice, that for me is an incredibly bad idea. Um, burning... But hey, what's done is done. Yeah, true. Now, that's the thing. how now, do you fix it? Exactly. How do you fix it? What do you do? How do you fix it? So, um, on that, we know that, you know, Delta have confirmed that, yes, they are releasing a jet of some description, um, is the next major release. Uh, we know that, but we don't know what exactly it is. Um, so it will be, we shall await with beta breath what it is. But yeah, we do know there is a jet coming. So that will at least appease some people. Um, I, I, can I just throw a shout out to the developers for one thing though, that even, I must say, X-Plane doesn't do very well with its... Um, uh, sorry, uh, Drew, I'm going to have to hand over to you. What sort of theory is the fundamental thing behind X-Plane? <laughs> I wasn't expecting a pop quiz. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Element, element blade theory, was it? Blade element theory? Blade, the, yes. Is that what you're referring yeah, that's to? It, that's it, that's it. Blade element theory? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> sorry, anyway. <laughs> so, you know, so even... Okay, so... Um, just for those who have have or haven't tried, um, if you do have your copy of, of Flight Sim World, try and simulate a um, outer wing stall um, or a single wing stalling. Um, it's a very it's a it can be a challenge scenario to enter, and it's a very difficult scenario to enter for actual pilots and to recover from. Um, Flight Sim World actually models that, and as far as I know, it is the only simulator that actually models a single wing stall at this time so I have to say to them for that one alone they've they've done really really well so yeah as I said there's a lot of good things that they've done but my concern is they've burned a lot of bridges doing doing what they've done uh, and I I I am concerned for where we're heading next so as you said Drew uh, what's done is done so the question is, how do we how do we move forward? Um, we know that they are releasing to uh, a jet in the near future, hopefully, and we should we anticipate seeing that with the same quality of aircraft that uh, we saw from we've seen from the aircraft already in there. Um, so we shall have to see what comes first. So uh, I guess that's uh, me, yeah. I was going to say uh, the, the pretty much the end of it. But yes, uh, Sergio, for you. Let me just let me just express a concern I have about this and. Um... This this is a concern I have if my theory, if my theory is correct about you know having the guys on the on the top layer, um, mm. getting you to release to release the the, the 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 sim as a final product because you know they had to, um, which is if they managed for some reason to postpone this release until now and um, things are not finished and they had to do it, what's next? What is it going to be cut next? 
what mm. shortcuts are they going to take? Um, you know, for for the guys at the at the top player for the suits, like you said, uh, for the suits to be happy um, and you know keep on investing on the product because this this is not a train simulator. This is not something that um, as opposed to some sims that are are on rails. Um, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Well played. I'm well, played. Well, played. well played. Uh well like like some other sims and I'm I'm talking specifically about the train simulator. Yeah. This is this is not a train simulator when you have just, you know, objects going through rails and a little bit of of scenery and um the weather does not have any kind of influence that I know of on on the simulation itself and this is a whole new world that has to be um, that has to be simulated and you know you have the weather engine and you have a lot you know they have a lot of stuff to be working on and my concern is do the guys that you know are in charge of dovetail and are, are in charge of getting the team to do what they uh, believe it's the best for the company do they have the notion and do they have the perception of the amount of work needed to be able to put a sim out there that you know like you said it's on the same level as the other as all the other ones because if they actually and i truly believe they did it if they forced the team to go out and say okay this is the final release um this is our finished product i'm, I'm very concerned about what's coming next and what mm. they're going to start cutting down and what shortcuts they're going to have to take to um keep these guys happy because you know they have put mm. a lot of money into the product, mm. and all of a sudden they want to see, uh, you know, they some want to return, see return of the investment. Result. Yeah, return of the investment. Right. Yeah, and you know, and that's just the thing. Yeah, usually those kinds of people that we're talking about, the executive types or the money bags, if you want to call them that, they're also not simmers usually, so they're not in tune with what the audience wants. They just know we need to keep the shareholders happy. That's generally a bad combination. Because now all of a sudden you've got the artist beholden to the manager and just coming from a musical world, like having been a musician for so many years, it never ends well. Yeah. <laughs> it never ends well when you got to deal with record producers, okay? <laughs> and, and that's, that's kind of the situation with what, you, what you're dealing with now. Yeah. So, yeah, so. Well, I, I think that um, that wraps up the episode that uh, I think we can, uh, we've all agreed that we are, we are, we are all very grumpy um, with the fact that Dovetail has made the decision. Um, we're very grumpy about it, but uh, we shall uh, we shall watch very interesting with very interested uh, watchful eyes about what will happen next for that one. Um, so, but I'm going to do one quick shout out, Bill Gates. If you happen to be watching, I know you're passionate about aviation and simulation. Can you please throw money at Dovetail to make sure that we can actually have a new sim again, please? Thanks. That would be awesome. Anyway, so on that... Uh, I hear he's a philanthropist. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, on that plea for help, uh, I'm going to say thank you very much. We're going to wrap up this episode. So I'm going to say thank you very much, uh, Sergio, for uh, joining us today. Thanks, guys. See thank you. Thank you very much uh, to uh, Mr. Drew Belgio-Bolton. 
Okay. And right, folks, uh, yeah, my name's Ben Tristan, no Boy24 here, so thank you very much for joining us on this first episode of the Three Grumpy Simmers, and yes, we were very grumpy today. And we will catch yeah. you all on the next episode. Don't forget, as always, folks, to head over to helisimmer.com and head over to Belgio's channel to see some of the great VR stuff that he does. And uh, folks, of course, as always, tune on to my channel and all the things that I do and the wanderings that I do. All right, folks, thanks very much for joining us. Take care, safe skies to all, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Yeah. Ciao.